Welcome to Asian Book Club, where we highlight Asian and Asian American authors. We are your hosts, Jimmy and Spongin. And I'm Stephen Park, and we're here with our second time around with our special episode, Did You Eat Yet? Yes. And so in this episode, we recap on some of the books that we've gone through, and we're going to do five each time. And so we have now read five more books within our book club. Mm-hmm. Those books in order are Pachinko, A Tiny Upward Shove, Disorientation, The Boy with the Bookstore, and Pasco Nama Love. Mm-hmm. Now let's kind of just go over what those books were a bit. So our first read was Pachinko by Min Jin Lee. Yes. And Pachinko is more for those who want history, but with a dash of fiction. Yeah. And it was really good i think it lives up to all the hype that you're seeing around yes. right now it's a little dark for anyone that wants that kind of read mm-hmm. but it's a really beautiful storytelling on multi-generational families yes our next book was a little bit darker and that one was a tiny upward shove by melissa chadburn yes and this one is a modern history with a very big helping of true to life with another dash of fiction yeah and this one had a lot of trigger warnings yes so for people that are triggered by domestic violence or drug use or things like that i would say be very careful with this book yes but the storytelling was gorgeous Mm -hmm. and there were a lot of different scenarios that brought true to life instances that was very relevant to our current society yes absolutely our third book was disorientation by elaine shay chow Yep, and in this book, we saw a lot of the dealings with modern racism Mm -hmm. in different societies, so a very collegiate, higher educational version of what racism looks in our country nowadays. Right, what it looks like in the ivory tower. Yeah, but in a very fun and playful way. Yes, absolutely, and you are going to be topsy-turvy, think Mm -hmm. of the teacups Mm -hmm. going round and round and round Mm -hmm. and i recommend this one and i think i said this during our read i recommend this one to people that are asian and white couples that are maybe problematic or if you know someone that are in those relationships Mm -hmm. because a lot of those details are told within this story yes our fourth book is the boy with the bookstore by sarah echivari smith and this one is light yeah very light (laughs) yes it's nice and fluffy it's a love story yeah and it's very cute. It's based in Portland, which is where we yes. are. I think we had a little bit of a falling out with the main character, Max. But overall, the story was very gorgeous. I mean, he is a co-star, so he's not the main. Yeah. Our last book within these five is Pasco Na My Love. And this one was written by six different authors. El Cruz, Man Gabriel, Maeda Malbi, Mia Hopkins, Sarah Smith, and Tiff Marcello. Mm-hmm. This one was a really fun, what I thought would be a Christmas read. It is a Christmas read. It is. It's based around Christmas time. But it's six different stories that are built into an anthology. And they tell the tales of people that are looking for acceptance within Mm -hmm. family. Mm -hmm. I thought each story was really gorgeously written. There was definitely a feeling of family and lightheartedness within these reads as well. Definitely. And they're all six love stories. Yeah. It's a holiday romance anthology. Yes. So with that said, what we do in Did You Eat Yet is we talk about what our meal would look like with our book pairings being the main driver for what that meal would be. Yes, so essentially what we're saying is what meal does this book remind us of and in what part of the meal will we eat it in? Right, and for this episode, our theme is going to be kind of what our theme looked like with the reads. Yes. Is that it was primarily Filipino, so we're going to go with Filipino foods yes. for our theme for our Did You Eat Yet. Definitely. 
So, let's start with breakfast. Mm-hmm. So, what did you get for breakfast? For breakfast, I was going to start with the boy with the bookstore. Okay. Nice and light. And the food that I'm pairing the boy with the bookstore is long silog. That's so funny. Okay, what was your reasoning for it? So, for those of us who don't know what long silog is, it's longanisa, a sweet sausage, and silog, which is a sunny-side-up egg with garlic rice underneath and sometimes nice achara or like little vegetables Mm -hmm. so the reason why i chose long silog is because of the sweetness of the longanisa and the fun i i think it's fun to eat sunny side up egg and garlic rice so to me the funness and the sweetness of the story pairs well with long silog so the reason I say that's funny is because my breakfast item was also long silog. Wow. But my book pairing was disorientation. Mm. So the reason why I chose long silog for disorientation is if you look at that plate, there's a lot of stuff and it's a little bit disorienting. Mm. So it's still very delicious, it's very sweet, but you also have to crack that egg into the rice so you're right. mixing things together. So the whole plate by the end of it is just like this yellowish, gooeyish kind of like disaster afterwards. But it's so delicious on the way down. Mm. So that was disorientation and both of us chose long silog. Nice. For our lunch setting, what did you choose? I chose bungos. Mm. You chose that before too. You chose that for our first episode. I chose bang silog, did I not? Oh, but it's all it's also bungos. Yes, but this one is just bungos. Wow. Okay, so, so you're not going to eat rice? We- there's gonna be rice, but bangos is the main the main dish. Uh-huh. So bangos, I'm pairing with a tiny upward shove, and the reason why is bangos is known to have a lot of tinik, and tinik is bones. And for those who don't know what bangos is, it's a fish. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. So bangos is known to have a lot of tinik, and the tinik can get caught in your throat and it can cause a lot of trauma to your to your eating experience mm-hmm. but a tiny upward shove although it has a lot of tinik and it can cause a lot of discomfort it is a very delicious read mm-hmm. do you want to let the people know what the homeopathic cure is for having bones stuck in your throat you eat it with rice <laughs> or at least that's what you were taught yes that's what i'm taught but you don't get rice because you didn't choose to see look no, there is rice. There's always a side just of rice. no egg. <laughs> yeah, just no egg, no garlic. Fine. For my lunch pick, what I chose was chicken adobo. And the Ooh. book pairing was also a tiny upward shove by mm. Melissa Chadburn. Now, the reason why I chose this is a lot of the ingredients that go into this, I feel like, talks about the book very well. Mm. So one of the first things is bay leaves. And that shows the bitterness that kind of comes out. Mm -hmm, So the bitterness mm -hmm. of the story that we get. There's sourness from the vinegar that you put in. It's very salty from the soy sauce. And honestly, if you had legit adobo from like a grandma or a Lola or whoever it is, you'll usually get those surprise peppercorns within the mix. And you bite down, you're like, what on earth happened? Like that was too much. Your life flashes before your eyes. Yes, but overall what that creates is a very beautiful, delicious dish that's so addictive and Mm. so good. Mm -hmm. I think also the color of the dish of adobo, I know they're all made a little bit differently, but the ones I'm more familiar with is this dark brown, almost blackish kind of coloring Mm -hmm. to it. So... 
that is my lunch pick. Totally. Also, mm-hmm. if you're making adobo at home, my secret to not getting peppercorns just throughout the whole meal is put in a little tea bag and then put it into the sauce when you're cooking it, and then you just take the tea bag out. So nice. then you don't get peppercorn everywhere. There you go. Life hack. Life hack. Okay, so I've been going first. Let's turn the ship around. What are you choosing for your merienda? So that one was, I thought, easy for me. Mm. So mine's going to be the boy with the bookstore. And my snack or my merienda is going to be just ube cookies. Just a very simple ube cookie. It's purple. It's sweet. It's delicious. It's light. It's so easy to take down. Mm. That's my little snack. Is it just ube cookies or are they ube crinkle cookies? I don't know. We usually do the crinkle cookies, but... I think if someone created another cookie that was just as good and it was ube cookie, I'm sure it would also be good. Totally. So what's your snack going to be? My snack pairing is disorientation with halo halo. Oh, that's a good one. Yes, because with halo halo, which is mix mix, Mm -hmm. and you get these beans, you get gelatin, you get coconut gel, you get ice cream, and sometimes you also have leche flan. It's all this mixture of foods. And they all taste really good together. And it's how it felt with disorientation. It's all these little mm-hmm. little ingredients that when you mix them together, you're all mixed up. But it's still a great read. Yeah, that's a good one. What did you have for dinner? So for dinner, I chose pachinko. And the food item that I chose was kare kare. Mm. So the reason I chose that was what we see a lot in pachinko is the desperate times Mm -hmm. and we talk about the food that comes out of desperation which is the kimchi making that went on Mm -hmm. and with food items like kare kare we see the usage of food items that used to never be used so like oxtails also in Korean cooking oxtails used to be heavily used until they got too expensive Mm -hmm. so for me that pieced together a lot of what Pachinko told is this desperation food item I mean honestly Till this day, I don't think I can make kare kare without cheap peanut butter. Mm. Like, if I use expensive peanut butter, it doesn't taste right. So mm-hmm. you have to use, like, Skippy's. Yeah. I use Chunky, and it makes it so much more perfect. So the cheapness in the dish and what it was meant to be, for me, emphasized what that pachinko story told. Absolutely. I chose pachinko also for mm. my dinner, And very similarly, I thought of a dish pairing that talked about hard times Mm -hmm. or referred to hard times, which is sopas. Mm. Sopas is, it's a mixture of very simple ingredients. It's milk, it's hot dogs, it's peas, Mm. and it's elbow macaroni. You had me at hot dogs. (laughs) I'm I'm had at hot dogs. Um, and even though it's a simple dish with simple ingredients, during hard times and cold nights, it's the perfect meal to comfort your soul. Yeah, that sounds legit, but I don't think I've ever had sopas. I'll have to make it for you one day. It sounds interesting. It's good. Trust me. So that leads us into our dessert. Now, I'm super excited about what my dessert is, but that only leaves us one book each. Which is the same book. Yes. Which is Pasco Nama Love. Yes. <laughs> so what did you pair with your Pasco Nama Love? The pairing that I put was Sapin Sapin. Yes. And Sapin Sapin is the sticky rice cake 
with three different layers. There's a purple layer, a yellow layer, and a white layer. Mm-hmm. And people say that they're different flavors, but I don't know if that's true. Mm-hmm. Anyway, either way, it tastes good. And the reason why I chose it for Pasco Now My Love is because when you eat Sapin Sapin, it gets really sticky in your mouth, just like peanut butter. Mm-hmm. And it gets stuck in your teeth, it gets stuck in your gums, it gets stuck everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's how I felt with Pasco Now My Love. The story is stuck to me. For a long time. Mm, nice. So my pairing with Pasco Now My Love is... And I'm going to describe why I chose this item first. Mm-hmm. So this food item, I think, has a lot of meaning to me. Because the first time I tried it was actually when we went on vacation in Guam. Mm. And it was something I'd never heard of before. It was so delicious. It was sweet. It was both light and crispy at the same time. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, Sanchevall. Yes. We got Sanchevall, and still till this day, every time I eat it, the first place I'm transported back to is Guam. That I remember the road that we traveled on yes. to go pick it up. So that food item, not only is it relevant to family, mm-hmm. but we had also traveled to Guam around Christmas time. Yes. So all of that just kind of combined to tell me, like, this is the perfect food item. It's delicious. It has layers. Everything comes together to make everything so delicious. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that is our listing of what we would eat with the book pairings for our last five books. This was our second Did You Eat Yet? Which means that we've read 10 books so far. Wow. So if you stuck with us during this year, we started about mid-year, I think. We started in April. We started in April, which means you've already read 10 books. That's awesome. Yeah. And we'll definitely do more of these as we go along. Mm -hmm. But as we go along... We are coming into the new year of things. Yes. So I don't know if y'all have noticed or you're listening, but our show is ever evolving. We're trying Mm -hmm. to figure out ways to make this very digestible and something that's very fun for people to have. Yeah. Honestly, one of the reasons we created this was so that Jamei and I could share books together. Mm -hmm. So it was a little bit more on the selfish side of things. And we've been having fun of reading different books we try to avoid topics as we run into each other on a day-to-day basis of like did you read it yet like what part did you get to like i don't want to say anything kind of thing right so we're not discussing anything outside of these podcasts right right what do you foresee the next year to hold for us i see us reading more light books yes (laughs) i also see us reading heavier books as well yeah so heavy heavy light light yeah I don't think we're ever going to find a nice middle. (laughs) Yeah. I see a lot of hope for us. So this upcoming year, based off of the Zodiac calendar, it's going to be the year of the dragon. Oh, yeah. That means it's Steven's year. Yep. So a lot of good luck. I think even as we start off this year, we have a couple of fun surprises with honestly a point that I didn't think we'd even get to. Mm. So our next book is going to be a special book and you'll see what we have in store for y'all. I love looking at different merch items and stuff. So if we get enough interest, maybe we'll do some merch. I know me and Jamei already have merch in the works for our personal needs. We have our own merch and we're going to be wearing it everywhere. Yeah. I am also going to be trying to go outside of the basis of I think what I grew up with, which is a lot of hesitancy to be proud of the things that I accomplish. Mm. So I'm going to be very mindful to try to spread what our podcast is Mm -hmm. and really have people join us because I don't think I've ever read this many books in a year. And I think if you just follow along with us and just go through the reading, you'll find a lot of amazing stories in there that tell a lot of history, a lot of fun fantasy and 
open your mind to a different world that I don't think you can get without these authors telling these stories. Totally. And some of it is not just fun and past stories and history. Some of it is very modern, too. Some things that are pertinent to today's era. Right, right, right. So stick around with us for anyone that wants to get in contact with us. And if you want to make a recommendation for a book, feel free to contact us. But how can people do that? You can reach us at asianbookclubpod at gmail.com or you can join the conversation on Instagram at asianbookclubpod. Yep, and we also have our website, which is asianbookclubpod.com that has our bookstore, which has books that we've read in the past, books that we're currently reading, and books that we plan to read in the future. And also, if you look at our website, we also have different resources for those who want to take action to support Palestine. Yep. You can also make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Also make sure to like us on whatever podcast that you're listening to. Otherwise, with the new year coming up, definitely make sure to be happy, be healthy, and read a book. Ingat! Bye! Bye.